The views expressed on the patient's perspective come directly from patients, so they are not intended to diagnose, treat, or replace professional medical advice. Information coming from the patient's perspective is for entertainment and educational purposes only, so if you have any health concerns regarding yourself or anyone else, please see a physician. The Patient's Perspective is a podcast created by patients for patients and does not focus on any specific disease or condition. Content may make you laugh, cry, and question your moral beliefs surrounding healthcare and the many issues patients run into while in the system. Finally, the most important point of view is cast into the light. The Patient's Perspective. On today's episode of The Patient's Perspective, Thriving Thursdays, where three patients come back and discuss how their positivity challenges the week before went. Hi, everyone. So last week, uh, my co-host guests, or my guest co-hosts, Candice and Susie and I, partook on the journey of having to get outside for at least 15 minutes. Um, I believe it was every single day, or it was at least three times a week, but I'm pretty sure this time it was every single day. So it was three times a week. Was it three times a week? Okay. Yes. And I told you that it would be easy to do a week. Yeah. Because all three of us always, you know, lucky for us, all three of us, um, usually require going outside throughout our, our daily schedules at some point in time. But Candace, you were talking a little bit, and I'll start with you before, you know, um, before Susie or I start talking. You had expressed last week that you were a little bit worried about this challenge just due to the fact that Ontario, where you are, there's supposed to be like kind of a, a heat dome or a heat wave going on. Yeah. Yeah, and we absolutely did experience that. Um, Until yesterday. Yeah, most of the weekend. I was about, yeah, and it it just, it was thick, heavy, humid, Mm -hmm. very sunny and hot. Like, I mean, hot beyond hot. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, let's, let's go for a walk downtown in our nice, sundress it was it was way too hot to even be out for minutes at a time even for people that don't have heat intolerance issues right and um so I mean you just you didn't stay out too long on a couple of days Sunday in particular for me was the worst Friday was pretty bad or sorry Saturday was pretty bad too but um, I did have to be outside and I, I got dropped off in the shade. I would, it took me, I think that 15 minutes <laughs> um, with nature <clears throat> happened when I got dropped off in the shade and then had to walk around a building in the sun to get to the next spot of shade and I was literally meters away from the front door but I had to keep stopping 
in the shade to let my body cool. Yes. Because I, I read recently, and Susie, you can speak to this here now, um, that even a quarter degree rise in body temperature can bring back old symptoms in someone with MS or a worsening of symptoms. Absolutely. Now, I will say how I found that out. And I wasn't even diagnosed with MS. I went, I was going to the local pool and doing aquaswim lessons. And the one night I went to get in and I said, oh my God, that's cold. And they said, no, the pool's always the same temperature. And then we figured it out. I had my period. And when we're menstruating, our body temperature goes up a slight amount. Mm -hmm. And that's why I found the pool cold. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that makes sense because um, uh, inflammation obviously increases with heat. Right. Yes. So, I mean, that, yeah, that makes, that makes total sense to me. Yes. But uh, Candace, when you were outside for the most part, because you, especially because you love the sunshine, um, how did you feel? So you managed to, would you say that you, you were able to succeed in the basics of getting outside for 15 minutes, three times in a week? Uh, yeah, I was, um, I had to adapt. I, I walked around with a cooling towel that I bought from the dollar store. Um, those things are very, very handy. They just, um, I throw it across my back and shoulders when I start to get overheated so that you can cool your neck, you can cool your forehead, you can cool your hands, just cool something, run your hands under cold water. Yeah. Um, I always have ice water. Yeah. I had this cooling towel that I was you know, because I had to be dressed up. I was a panelist and, but I, I really did wear like very, very light clothing. And I joked when this expert, truly um, expert publicist uh, messaged me and said he was the host and asked me a couple of questions. And I joked, cause he was saying, I hope it's not too hot. And I said, yeah, well, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll show up half dressed like I always do. And that's, that's really the truth. I mean, like I wear very, very little in the summertime, because it's so easy to overheat. And so I went in and out of the AC and that's also an issue. That that temperature change coming back into the cold is also a shock to the system when you have maybe urticaria issues or anything like that, because even, well, even with MS, with your nerves, and th- it's gonna feel a lot colder than than it is and then on top of that like I said I have chronic urticaria so that adds to the inflammation like there's so many complexities about dealing with being in and out however the nature as I was stopping in these little spots of shade I was enjoying the gardens and the sounds of the birds amongst the city and the being under a tree it it's it still is very enjoyable and just it's so necessary okay so you got feelings of happiness at that point in time or absolutely calmness yeah Yeah. 
yeah, so calmness. There was a beautiful fountain and a, uh, like a bird bath and, and some uh, native perennial gardens that the Boys and Girls Club of London had created. And so I was, that's, yeah, I was having a good time. Good time in there. That's good. So it sounds, so Candace, you succeeded and you, you battled through the heat and managed to um, find ways to accommodate the heat um, yeah. dome or whatever there, right? Yeah. And the, the Sunday, as I said, was worse, right? So I managed that by going outside and sitting in the shade against a brick wall in the corner so that and there, it was in, a, in amongst the garden as well, right? And so, like, just to get that little moment. No, it wasn't long. It had to be only just a couple of minutes because it couldn't breathe. So, but I, I just would continue to go back outside and, and enjoy a little bit and then go back inside. By the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's the balance. But the nature, is, it was awesome. I'm sorry to interrupt but I was like yes it was so fun and even on the hottest hottest day I found a way (laughs) (laughs) no I think that that's I think that's great right unless there's like unless the the um you know there's been government warnings or anything like that about going outside and they tell you not to uh, I think that people should try to get outside um if their condition permits it right so, Absolutely. All right. Susie, did you want to go next? Sure. I definitely made the week. Okay. Um, awesome. Today's, <laughs> today's the first day I haven't been outside. And that was only because it's re- raining. Um, we too had the heat. But Candace and I both have multiple sclerosis. But like I have said in my other podcasts, every one of us is diagnosed with MS has different symptoms and heat doesn't bother me as much. So I spent all of those hot days on my deck in the shade because we're in the country and there's always a breeze. So I was perfectly happy out there all in the heat. Um, Unfortunately for me, a cold bothers me. So I was laughing because I read a meme on Facebook yesterday about how someone said, when it's hot and sticky, don't even talk to me. And I'm the opposite. I'm when I'm cold, don't talk to me until I'm warm. I'm a nasty person to my workers in the morning when I have to take my blankets off because I'm miserable. Now, the heat does affect me um, if I was mobile. But because I'm wheelchair bound, I don't have to use any of my energy. Mm-hmm. But I will say that if I am extremely hot, even using my head to drive, it's hard for me to keep my head up. So, I mean, I guess it still does bother me. But as a whole, an interesting fact, um, one of the main symptoms of MS is the heat control. And it has an official name. And... That's how they used to diagnose MS until they came to the technology where they could do um, a lumbar puncture. The hot bath test. Pardon? The hot bath test. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thankfully, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Huh, um, we'll have to talk about this afterwards because I would think that I probably would fail. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 All the autoimmune. But with like that. Yeah. I'm really looking well, at when, right when I'm outside, I was watching the tractors seed our fields. So I'm surrounded by green. Um, I'll share a picture with you guys after. It's green all around me. So it's wonderful to watch. I see we have chickens in the back, so I watch them. Um, we have a turkey that struts around sometimes. So there's just always something for me to see. And because I can literally only go inside or outside my house um, because I can't just hop in a vehicle going outside is extremely important for me mm-hmm. but what I was going to say was the government of Canada Revenue Canada considers the heat intolerance um, it is part of our disease and we can claim air conditioners and um, our our cooling costs. Wow. Hey, that means I'm missing some money more than likely. In terms you of can afford yeah. to buy it yourself. Yeah. That was back when we probably could because I was had a spouse at that point in time. Yeah. The uh the assistance for people with disabilities does not cover air conditioning and and the drug benefit plan does not either. Hmm. But the MS Society will give you a thousand dollars towards it. Well, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, as we put ours in, we have a central unit attached to our heating, and I think it was eighteen hundred dollars. So we had to pay the balance. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now, watch so, the well, MS Society is going to get. <laughs> Everybody with us. We'll take care of it in, in editing. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of everything. <laughs> uh, anyways, so Susie, you would you would say that you enjoyed being outside and all that stuff, and and you oh, were I able have, to, yeah. I'm I'm literally in the house from October to well, it was later June this year before I could go out and enjoy it. So every day I can, I go out. That's awesome. So for myself, I mean, I was able to finish it um, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, just because of the dog, right? I, I had a fairly monumental week. Um, it was the very first time that my dog went camping with my parents and my sons. Uh, so I was able to get outside all the days that I had him, uh, just due to the fact that I take him for roughly up to about three walks a day. Um, if he's at the off leash and stuff, then, you know, then we maybe only go for two. So, I mean, I took him to his favorite park twice and that has, um, lots of greenery and stuff like that. And, and, I go in the mornings right away, so it's not too hot, um, being heat sensitive and sun sensitive. Well, sun, sun allergic. Um, and 
I just always like that time. Like I, a lot of the times I'll have my headphones in and, or I'll be listening to my phone without headphones and I walk around and that's my time, you know, like other persons yep. might be reading or whatnot, but that's my time, right. When I'm out. So Perfect. I really enjoyed that. But, um, this weekend was very special because I knocked one off my bucket list which was seeing the Garth, yeah, the Garth Brooks concert uh, in Edmonton, Canada. And um, I mean, you were outside, just uh, you had to, even on that day without the dog, we had to park the vehicle. Then we had to bus it. So you're standing outside with tons of people waiting in line, right? Yeah. And then the bus takes you to the stadium. So, and then it was outdoors. So I was outside with um, roughly, probably around 70,000 people (laughs) in a stadium. And I have to say that that is one of the highlights of my life. You know, there's something about listening to songs that you listened into the bar, like at the bar at the yep. end of the night, but in a group of 60 to 70,000 people. What stadium did they use? Uh, Commonwealth. So that's the hockey arena? Um, I don't know. No, it's, it's football, I think. No, it's outdoor. Oh, okay. But it's an outdoor one. So it, it's, it yes. was, there was just something about it. It was just absolutely Perfect. fantastic. Well, if I could speak to that as a music presenter and, and per- someone who's been to like thousands of shows right there's uh-huh. this collective energy yeah everybody and and especially with someone like garth brooks where you're um with the whole crowd has sang those songs these are singable tunes so mm-hmm. you know they're they're gonna stick with you what a what a beautiful connection to have to that many people yeah, and we met yeah. uh, this this two couples in front of us, and uh, the one guy had a little bit too much to drink, but he was a hoot. We absolutely loved him, and he kept screaming back at us, "You guys are the best backseat audience ever!" <laughs> you know, and, and he was high fiving us the the entire time. It was absolutely great. So that that was great. great. That was way more than fifteen minutes. It was, um, I mean, we we got there at about six or seven and we didn't even leave until 11 o'clock at night and we were outside the entire time right um and then just on the days that uh we came back um you know then you know i was back with the dog and and walking him again and back to my old regular routine so you know i mean i was able to do the challenge as well and um no i mean i always feel energized kind of a little bit after a walk even if not physically, because like my hips and my knees have been hurting me lately um, on the left-hand side, but just mentally, like my, my, I get like almost mental clarity after I get like time outside um, to myself. So that's just what I've noticed. And and that's why I will continue to go outside as much as I can uh, with the sun safety for myself. I was grateful for the challenge, Kyla, because it made me, even though I I do spend a lot of time outside, it made me more conscious of like, that this is part of my wellness, right? This is part Mm -hmm. of something that I have to do for my health. And like, why not enjoy it and let it enrich me and let 
notice, stop and notice the nature of things, right? And so I was more conscious of it this week because of our challenge. So yeah, it was fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So I guess um, with that. When do we get to pick the next one next (laughs) Well, Jess and I actually have already chosen ours already. So uh, this challenge to any listeners out there, we try to stay ahead at the patient's perspective, particularly because when you have this many people that have conditions, we can't always um, uh, be available or somebody might be having a bad day or a rough week. Uh, I mean, Candace and myself, we also have children. So, um, you know, obviously with kids, lots of stuff could go wrong or different throughout the week. So we always try to stay ahead of things. Um, so this podcast right now is being filmed at the end of June, but it, the, the two won't be dropped until July. So right now we're about a month or so in advance. So Susie, to answer your question, Jess and I have just chosen our new challenges for this week. Um, And so that one will then drop in August. But if you ladies would like to come back, I think maybe all um, four of us should do one maybe on the next one. Um, Absolutely. And then that one would drop uh, in September. So let's figure that all out. I'm happy that you guys seem to enjoy it. And I hope that the listeners do as well, because Jess and I were talking about the fact um, that, well, actually, I won't mention that now because Jess's podcast will drop off first. (laughs) Yeah, they'll hear it. They'll hear it. (laughs) So I might know this one will drop first. Sorry. Um, Yeah. So we'll we'll leave that announcement until (laughs) until Jess's podcast comes out. So So this is a one for month. It's a once a month challenge. We, we can only do one challenge per month only because of the fact that we can't guarantee that we would be able to record all of the challenges and to make it in time. So that would okay. be a really tight schedule. Like I wouldn't be able to do my gig work or anything like that on the side, which means we would have to be um, doing really well on the podcast in order for me to, to be able to do a challenge a, a week. And then it would be hard because if there was any issues, like if one of us got sick, it would get behind, right? Or if I got sick, it would would get behind or anything, right? So right now we're trying to only keep to about one or one challenge a month, just because, you know, that's still two episodes, right? And if anyone's sick on the back end or the front end or anything happens, then we can have no issues in editing. And this way we can continue to encourage people to keep our challenge going. That's right. So to the listeners out there, we hope that you will join in and have a wonderful day. I'm so happy you were able to join in and listen to us today. If you have an episode idea or would like to share your story, please email me at info at thepatientsperspective.com or join our Facebook page, under the same name. From all of us who are working hard bringing patient issues to light, thank you for tuning in and supporting the patient's perspective.